When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'll talk about that afterwards. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. And uh, some people will be glad, some people will be upset to say I'm still alive. Um, <laughs> depends who you are and whether I contacted you at any point yesterday. Um <laughs> But yeah, I'm here. I'm not feeling too great, but I'm going to run a quick intro and then we'll get talking to these boys. Hi, this is Don Matteo and you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. So I'm joined by Carl and Gilly. How are you doing, lads? What's up? Better than Not me, bad. probably. Mm. <laughs> Jesus right. Christ. I've gone a little So, yeah, because Gilly's peer pressured me, I've got a beer now, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, <laughs> uh, cheers, cheers, lads. Probably Kill really off, <laughs> Kill or cure. Just get into it. You'll be fine. Yeah. So I, oh, um, Jesus. Uh, I, I just joined you from the Just Your Show. Um, so we've been over there having a bit of a chat. So now I can uh, I can get my feet up a bit. It's um, it's a bit more of a relaxed approach, I would say, that we take to podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, something allowed. Drives me up the drives me up the wall. But yeah. I was the only one with a beer. Put it that way. <laughs> oh, no way, were you? Right. So okay. it looks like we've got a couple self. of guests tonight, which is nice because um, I don't want to talk much for a change. <laughs> um, You're like that I, fucking I, robot from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the fucking morning. Here I am, brain the size of a planet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just struggling, lads, all right? I just I need some sympathy. Marvin the paranoid <laughs> android. Yeah, that's the one. Marvin. Yeah, yeah. Instead, you got Jay the pisshead. <laughs> um, so, on to the actual game. I mean, what did you think of it, Carl? I thought for 80 minutes we were absolutely brilliant. Mm. Um, genuinely, they, they, they put everything into that game, I think. Um, and it's just a shame we couldn't finish off our chances. Uh, <laughs> I actually ordered a new webcam yeah. today. You'll be pleased to know, Smarty. 
Will it work though? That's the question, Jay. That's we shall see. What is it they say about a bad workman? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <sighs> but overall, I actually quite enjoyed the game yesterday. Um, it, it's although it was against Man United, it's quite refreshing in the last two games where there hasn't been that. Oh, Jesus, we're going to play this way and it's not going to work, and yeah. you know the manager thing and all that. And there was nearly a sense of relief at both the away game and the home game for me because mm. you could actually see that people were. There was there was nothing there to moan about now because they know the players are are doing what they're meant to do. It's just the tactics were a bit shit at the time. Yeah. Um. And and you can see that people are a little bit more up for it. Mm-hmm. It was definitely one of the noisiest away ends I've been in this season. Um. I wasn't at Liverpool, so that was meant to have been bonkers altogether. Like, but mm-hmm. yeah, I thought there's that there was a lot of relief around the stadium yesterday for just not having. Like, obviously, it was Man United. We were worried that, you know, we'd probably get battered or whatever the case may yeah, be. Yeah. But to go into it and be kind of, you know, ready for it more so than we have been recently as as fans, I thought was, was a good way to go about it. Yeah, absolutely. How yeah. about you, Matt? What do you reckon to it all? Yeah, I've, 75 minutes, 80 minutes. I, I thought we were the better side. They had a lot of the ball, but they did nothing with it. They, they didn't look like they were going to harm us. I think in that first no, seventy-five minutes, I think the, the 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 only clear opportunity I remember them having, we'd gifted to them. Um, you know, just just on the stroke of half time, I think it was uh, Verber played a ball forward and, and he just hit the man and it just bounced in their favour and they were through on goal. Um, I, I, and other than that, I don't remember them fashioning a clear cut ch- chance. And actually, mm. even around that 75 minutes, I think it was around there, is, was it Dallow that hit the, the crossbar? It, it, I mean, he were miles out. They'd not, they'd not carved a chance. It was almost a goal and he hit it well. But mm. they'd not carved out a chance against us. It was just a pot shot from distance. And mm-hmm. I, think, I think if you look on balance up to that point, um, I think we were in a position where um, we were the side in the ascendancy. And you look at possession, and if you've not watched the game and you look at possession and you see, what was it, 66 to 33, whatever it was, you look at that and you think, wow, that must have been a battering. They did nothing with it at all. You know, they, they mm. had it at the back, they passed it between them, it went back to De Gea and it went out to the, the alternate side of the defence. It came back to Fridget in the middle and he passed it across the <laughs> other side and it went back to De Gea. And that's all that happened. And Jackie Harrison... Um, ran his blood to water. He absolutely did. I didn't think he needed to be taken off at the point at which he was, but he ran his blood to water. And I thought that um, when when you look at our pressing game, because I, I, we'd had a little bit of a debate on on Twitter beforehand, and I'd put out this, the if we went four three three, then this, and if we go four two three one, then that. Yeah. Um, and I had Jackie Harrison in the side, and, and somebody was saying, "Now I'd start with uh, Jimmy and Willie on on the wings," and I'm like, "He does so much work. He does yeah. so much work, yeah. and harrying and pressing. He does that defending right from from." Um, from the attack, and and I think he, he 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 I would have said he was my player of the match for the sheer volume of work he got through. Not not necessarily for the chances created, but for the sheer volume of work he got through. He gave us that platform. Yeah. We didn't fashion enough chances. Is the only bit. And actually, he's one of those that that that, that, that gets uh, the, the accusations thrown at for. He's he's not fashioning the chances and then taking them when we do. But I, I felt that we were better the side. Seventy five minutes certainly the better side, even if we didn't have the possession, 
because we had the better chances. I mean, all right, one of those chances is an ailing bicycle kick, which, yeah. you know, if that goes in, we've all gone mad. You know, we are on the pitch if that goes in. No um, choice, getting pushed on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there were a couple of Jimmy chances, and I think De Gea pulled out a really good save for, for at least one of those. Um, mm. They had very, very little against us. And I thought that that, that was testament to uh, the control that we had. I think when you look at the balance of the game and you look at the subs that were made, you know, they, they're missing um, two big players. Uh, you know, Casemiro and Eriksen not being in the side for them is massive. And that yeah. that really gave us that opportunity. We should have done something against them and we didn't. Well, when I say something, we got a point, but we deserved more than that. I felt that it was right that we got at least a point yesterday, but I thought we were worth a bit more than that. I think yeah. if you if you'd have come out beating them by the odd goal, I don't think you look at that going, you know, we really poxed that. I think you look at that going, yeah, we deserve that. Mm. I, I I think you're right, man. I think, I think um, so. how how we created, you know, we didn't create an awful lot like you mentioned, but we created enough to certainly get more than what we got out of the game. We just looked um, really solid, didn't we? Yeah, as Somerville's chance in the first half, right in front of the south stand, where it was like I think it might have been eight yards out, should have finished. Look, he's, yeah. he's you know he, he's just back from injury. He's you know getting back into it again a bit. Like so, you can't really give him grief for that. Like, but I think at the end of the day, the the performance from the players for like you said the 70, 80 minutes was it was one of the best we've seen this season. I think. Simply for the fact that there was it, it was like they were they weren't playing with pressure. It was like they were playing in where our position in the league didn't yeah. reflect, you know, where we were, and yeah. that's that 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 was good to see that they still kind of took the bull by the horns with that way and and just started to plow on. Like you, you made a great point, Matt, about them not fashioning many chances. Like we we like how many teams are going to limit them to shots outside mm. the box. You know what I mean, and, yeah. and to say that man, hit that ball absolutely and, nowhere as well. Like yeah, it just, yeah. It was just like nothing. Mm. Like, like I say, it was just a pot shot from distance, wasn't it? It, it wasn't something that you know they, they'd not put an overload on the wings and then mm-hmm. made a clever run and picked out a man and run over. It, you know, it wasn't that the, the shape of the side and and or a lapse in concentration and ours. It was just a pot shot, and do you know what? Yeah. Sometimes they'll do that, and sometimes they'll go in. Um, yeah. sometimes they'll look at the bar and it'll be close. I, I, I think, I think for me though, that there are some slightly worrying aspects in as much as, um, I was having a conversation today and, and, and we talked about the fact that without wanting to labor the point, if Bielsa's in charge for that game, we don't lose it because there isn't the drop off. Mm. So if, if you're 75 minutes in, in the Bielsa side, actually, you know that for the next 15 minutes, you're going to hammer the side that's in front of you. If it's nil nil at that point, you're more likely to win than you are to get beat. Our problem was when we when we conceded under Bielsa, it tended to be that we conceded twos and threes and fours. Yeah, um, if so. you're seventy five minutes in and it's nil nil, you, you you you're going to steamroller that team in front of you because they're not going to come back at you because they won't have the physicality. And I think yeah. what what we're looking at at the moment, you know, we saw it with Ailing midweek, where it, it, he was my man of the match midweek, but he tailed off towards the end, and you could see it. But he'd had. Um, uh, it, it, it had a young, quick player against him, and he'd got very, very little change, if anything. You know, there, there, there was the one chance that um, Ferber cleared off the line, but he played really well. But you could see that his legs were going towards the end of the game. Um, and I, I think, again, um, although for me, I think Jackie and Paddy both coming off was a major 
bone of contention for yeah. me as well. Like, making yeah. the change mm. of both of them mm. it, was, was was a big deal. And I think there's there's two things. There's the there's the fitness level, and can we maintain all all the way throughout? And there's then a, a little bit of um, if you've got an elite manager against us um, that's going to make the changes that's going to impact the game, mm. then have we got somebody that's got that? And at the moment, we don't have somebody that's experienced enough and that's been the top-level manager and so on. So the changes that we're making don't influence the game quite as much. Yeah. Um, but but equally, yeah. they didn't start with their first-choice defence because their first-choice defence isn't what they'll be playing against Barcelona in the Champions League. They wanted to play the players that they're going to play against Barca. Yeah. They got away with one against us. Yeah, that's my feeling is they've got away with one yeah. against us, but they were able to bring on Martinez late in the game. Um, and for me, he was a big element of that um, that change in balance as well. There were, there were three yeah, elements. It was it. our fitness. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, do you know what? He should have been banned for that game anyway. They shouldn't, he shouldn't have been yeah. available to come on. But even if it had got sent off, they'd probably found a way to make it come into effect <laughs> after the game. Yeah, well, put yeah, the appeal in place just so that we can play him against Leeds. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got guests waiting, so I'm just going to bring them both in because I've been waiting a while, and uh, I don't want anyone to fall asleep in waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> Only because so, you're in yeah. danger of falling asleep while you're running. Pretty much, mate. We've got, <laughs> right, we've got Matt Leeds, here, uh, a fellow YouTuber, probably a bit more professional than us. Not really, no. Derek from the USA. <laughs> we got Hannah, who I don't think has returned her shirts yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it. No, I'm just kidding. I would never do that. How are you guys doing? Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Hannah? Thriving. Not going to cry, are you? No. No, forget. No. <laughs> he messaged me and he's like, want to come on the pod? And I was like, I'll probably cry on camera. Next message is the link. I'm like, all right. I guess <laughs> Some real sympathy there for you. It's real on this show, I'm telling you. It's real. There's nothing scripted or staged. Jay's mentality with that was, if I'm going on, you're going on. <laughs> what do you think to the game, Matt? How do you, how do you see the way we played and stuff? I thought we were the better team. We were the better team in both games, to be honest. Mm. Um, Ratface Bruno wouldn't shut up <laughs> to the referees. You know you're doing and, something right when he's morning, don't you? Yeah, and then I think I think yeah, bringing Bamford off kind of. I don't think Rutz is a striker. I think he's better off the right because mm. when you watch his highlights for um, who you play for Hoffenheim? Yeah, yeah. He like all the highlights of him cutting off the right or cutting off the left and like coming inside. So mm. I feel like he's better there than up front. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I have to absolutely. agree with you there. No, it's no slight on the lad either. Like, he's just literally come to the league. He's 20. He's had a handful of minutes. Look at, like, yeah. took for nearly a year under Bielsa to get good. Like, so at the end of the day, I, I think there was a lot of pressure put on him bringing him on for Bamford. Mm. I think he should have been potentially brought on a little later in the game. So I feel, I feel like, oh, sorry. Yeah. I yes, feel like the I price did, tag I, doesn't hurt him. Yeah, that's, that's very true, Matt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, but I thought maybe if you'd have brought him on, maybe on the 70-minute mark, 75-minute mark, give him a good 15 minutes. But then, it's no again, it's no slight on him or who, whoever came on, but we lost our shape and our impetus up front where we didn't have anyone that was holding the ball up and it was very much kind of back to chaotic, get-it-forward football rather mm. than the controlled passing and, and, and bits that we saw prior to the 70 minutes or the, 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 the changes being made. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, pro that's probably fair. Mm. You know what you're talking about sometimes, Carl. Um, Hannah, how do you feel after all that? I, th I mean, I thought we were fab. 
first 80 minutes, as you guys have said. I thought Ailing was superb. I thought we kept Gosh. Rashford out mm. Rashford out of the game for a really long time. I don't want to be the person that complains about the officiating, but I feel like both games, <laughs> Man United got away with so many fouls. And the fact that I think they ended the game with 13 fouls and we had 10. I thought that they were later into tackles and they had more kind of choppy fouls. So I don't understand yeah, why we didn't get there. we didn't get more of an advantage there. Um mm. Fairpo got booked for his first tackle, which was daft. <laughs> like I, it just it doesn't mm. make sense to me. But I, I mean, I thought we we played well. It's just disappointing to see. I thought you could see the change in the movement and the positioning and everything as soon as we made those subs. And I think you just made a really good point that we don't really have a manager in place that can see that and maybe make an instant move because I feel like we mm. played predominantly on what the right side. A majority of the game i don't think willie had as much of the ball as he should have this game and i don't know i was just i was disappointed with that result because i feel like we should have gotten at least a point there I mean, you know, <laughs> well i hate it yeah yeah <laughs> don't wrong, Hannah. Don't we all yeah. um did did anyone kind of um did anyone kind of feel like just what hannah's mentioned there that um we didn't get Willie in the game as much because of what happened on, on Wednesday where he was on the ball all the time then he started getting kicked around the place. Do you think, was it a case that we tried to isolate someone else away from him to, to kind of build the play on? Or do you think it was just a case that Willie just didn't play to the, 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 the standard that we've kind of come to expect from him now? I think they probably two men on him. close attention to make sure he yeah, couldn't yeah. get in the game. Yeah, mm. he, he had he had one in front and one behind. He, he had two men on him just about all the game, um, mm. which leads you to believe who's cheating because if he's being marked <laughs> by two, somebody else is not getting picked up. Mm. Um, but 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 no, I I think it's a fair point, um, but I wouldn't put that at his feet. And again, <laughs> it goes back to the, the the position. Sorry, Han, I wasn't saying that you were blaming him, <laughs> but um, we were unable to get him into the game, and a lot of that again. You look at the manager and think. Would a manager with a bit more experience behind him be able to see that and make a change that would allow us to get him into the game more, exactly. change the shape mm. of the side, or, or or make a substitution that allows us to get uh, our more dangerous players on the ball further up the pitch? Mm. Which yeah, I'm I'm absolutely not having to go at Scooby. I think he's doing a really mm. good job in really trying circumstances where we've got a board that are clearly failing to do their job at the moment. He's doing a a a, a, a good job. I'm not I'm not denigrating him at all. Um, but if you did have uh, somebody at the at the level that it appears we're looking at for people to come in, they see that and they make a change that uh, that allows us to affect the game with our more dangerous players. Yeah, yeah, I think we're definitely lacking some tactical direction under this team. They're just they're doing what they can out of these guys just to keep us ticking over. But we need a manager, even if it ends up being that fucking new. No, I don't want him, but. <laughs> I think that, I mean the good point. I just want a manager in now. The good thing too is I feel like when Marsh was in, I feel like there was a lot of games where we started really slow and we got scored on quite early. And I feel mm. like that hasn't happened this last two games. I don't know if they just have a little bit more confidence. And I feel like it it did carry itself pretty far into the game. And you're probably right. I think it's just the will and the desire of these players right now that's really holding it together because it's or is it just that the scum of shit yeah and i mean did we, did we it's really, a tough yard sticking it did, did we really have a lot of plays even when we were like 
moving the ball forward and connecting a ton of passes. I feel like our play right now has been relatively scrappy. And that's probably why we're not getting into that last third to get as many chances as we should be. But I don't know. I think I think stuff's going to change, especially if it's a manager that they can like. Can I, ju can I just answer a question in the comments and, and just say absolutely not? Can't no, do a job I, anywhere. I was about to do absolutely the same thing not. Now. Uh, but th there's another one there yeah. as well. Yeah. Just uh, just one thing, uh, Hannah, you've got a bit of interaction from Jimmy the ref here. Um, the referee had a good game, uh, says Jimmy. I would have no issues with the officials. Um, and okay. <laughs> Jimmy, to be fair, he's a referee uh, assessor back in Ireland. So <laughs> we're at the top. I think league, the so. thing for me is... He, I'm not he's... saying you're wrong, Hannah. You know, no, just a different opinion. Just a different... <laughs> I think that the thing for me is the imbalance. He booked Furpo for his first tackle, and it, I, I were in the stands, yeah. and I've not seen it back, but it didn't look a bad one. It mm -hmm. didn't. It, you know, um, uh, but there, there were tackles on the game, didn't he? Early on, and maybe, and maybe so. But you've, you, once you do that, you have to then maintain. You've set Correct. an expectation, and if you're trying to stamp authority, and actually there's another tackle that's, that is of the same ilk and goes unpunished, you've lost your authority. Mm, so yeah. that you, know, you set your stall out, you got to stick by it, and and mm. it, it's irrelevant as to whether it's a an ESL club that's trying to fuck over the entire sport or not. So I, 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 I and I, I, so I'd see where Jimmy's coming from in that a lot of those decisions might be right, but they're all belied by the fact that he made a mistake by booking Furpo, and that might mm. only be one mistake, and he got a lot of others right. But when it's our team and our player that gets booked and their yeah. team that doesn't for the same challenges, that's when it becomes an issue, and that's when the crowd gets... gets so the, the referee's got a duty to the game, <laughs> and mm -hmm. and I, I, and that's that's why I agree more with Hannah. All right, I, I, you know, I've got a lot of Holy time for Jimmy. Shit. I think he's a great guy, but I agree more with Hannah. <laughs> <with Jimmy. laughs> the, the, the ref did fuck up at that point, and it might only be one mistake, but it's still a mistake. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. What do you yeah. reckon, Matt? Do you think the ref had a bad game? Yeah, I thought the ref was poor. I thought there's they that we got booked for like less tackles, like the tackles weren't as bad. Those like mm. they're like even tackles, and Furpo would get booked, and then Bruno wouldn't get booked. Yeah. This, that, that's the thing, Matt. Like there was no consistency there at all with the referee's decisions. It was all like, all right, book him now, and I'll book him. I won't book him. It didn't seem like he had any kind of. It was like he had no understanding of what the hell an actual foul was, and he was just booking people for the sake of booking them, like. Yeah, and that's so, just that's, uh, that's yeah, just yeah. the big six. <laughs> and that, well, yeah. you look at Maguire in the way that he handled him. If you mm. look at the way that the referee handled Maguire, he did so. He gave himself time. He made the the, the decisions that he made, um, having given himself a few seconds to make the decision. Whereas with Furpo, he jumped straight into it, and it was almost like he, he felt like he needed to do something to kind of stop it boiling over. And it's like, no, you, you need to give yourself time to make the right decision. So yeah. the way that he dealt with him, he called him over three different occasions and had a conversation with him. And it was almost right. like he was saying, your next one, you're going to get booked. But yeah. you do that three times, and the no, player's not going to listen to you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't was Sorry, mate, go on. Uh, there was a moment where we like when some of them had one of his shots and Bamford got pulled down by Maguire um in the box. If if he doesn't get pulled down, he's beating Maguire to the ball. And when De Gea gets his hand to it, he's first one to the ball. Mm. So you could say we could that's a scoring opportunity. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But you know things like that are never gonna go for us, especially against them. Of course not. <laughs> yeah, uh, Alison makes a good point here, which is it's uh, something that's irked me for a while. Like the the 
that this um, saw the linesman uh, was shocking yesterday. This is one of my biggest pet peeves at the moment. A linesman is now called a referee's assistant. Why the fuck isn't he assisting the referee when the ball has gone out the yard away from him <laughs> the throw? Why are the linesmen waiting for the referees to put their fucking yeah. hand up when they're 50 yards Is away? he breaking up for everybody or is it just yeah, me? It's, it's it's yeah. I thought it may have been. <laughs> <laughs> it looks crazy uh, that word. <laughs> it's like censoring out. It's censoring out the bad words. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a new YouTube software called the Cal Thor. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I was in North East Lower, just to answer, to answer the question I think was being asked. Um, I was in the North East Lower and therefore the line, line is right in front of you. Um, and there were a couple of occasions like really, really, really blatantly wrong where he just didn't make a decision. He, he waited for the ref to do something and then he flagged whatever the ref mm -hmm. had said. The one that was a really, really clear corner. Really, really clear. Yeah. And everybody knew that it was. And, and he just stood and... At that point, I'm having a little bit, even a bit of sympathy with the ref because he's 30, 40 yards away and can't see it as closely as a guy that's three, four yards away and he's not making a decision. And you're yeah. thinking, what the fuck are you playing at? That is your, literally, that is what you're there for. Yeah. You are there to make that decision and tell the ref what's just gone on right in front of you. Yeah, I reckon he were probably hung over and put both his contacts <laughs> in the same mic. <laughs> didn't have a fucking clue, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't see a thing. Fucking <laughs> hell. Yeah, well, there you go. That's fun. There you go, indeed. Uh, Fuck me. I'm, 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 I'm struggling here, guys, but, you know. <laughs> God. Um, I don't even know what to say at the moment, so that's why I'm just letting you talk. Well, one thing that we can say is, uh, at present, because uh, the dirty red shite from Liverpool are doing a, a job against Dyches Everton, uh, we oh, are yeah. still out of the bottom bottom three. Um, it is by the skin of our teeth, but they are two 0 up at the moment. Um, if they if Everton had won that game, we would have been in the bottom three. So, um, for the moment, Saturday. for the oh, moment, we're not there. And then, um, you know, oh, what God. would three points be worth against them in the next game? Oh, that's that's <laughs> one of them. That's one of them six pointers that they talk about. I think there's about 12 I'm, points on that one. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I'm absolutely shitting it for, for, for Saturday. Like, Can mm. Rodrigo get a foot transplant and like for a new <laughs> leg? I miss just give him one of four shots. He's not using it. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, have we got anyone else now that's taken over from body parts for four shots? Because he must have oh, left. Geez. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, we've got to beat them, haven't we? Absolutely, regardless of who's in charge. It's just this is one of the big games in our season now. Just, just beyond that, I mean, it's Everton and then it's Southampton, and yeah. Southampton currently linked with Jesse March. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine if they bring him March and then beat us? Do you know how? Uh, do you know how pissed with off the Americans? The how pissed off are the Americans going to be if Marsh goes there and then we beat them? just imagine i mean i i've just i've been on uh joe from the just joe i've, I've been on his show tonight and he's he's been staunchly marsh out for a long time imagine he goes there and they stay up at our expense no no i, I don't i know i already have night terrors i do not no. need to add anything to that 
I mean, the one thing I would say, I'm glad you're here, Hannah, because um, oh, a lot of Leeds fans and the, the club as a whole have been getting some real pelters for Marsh going, saying it's because you all hate Americans and it's just not fair. Um, I, I think um, you can go a long way to helping that. But also, uh, Adams is, is going a long way to, to helping that. And McKenny is as well. And oh yeah, for me, Adams is our player of the season so far. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's not an American thing. It's just a Marsh thing. Yeah. I just can't get my head around people saying that when everybody loves Tyler Adams and it's just like yeah. shouted from the rooftops how much we love him. But yeah, we don't like I mean, Americans. In other sports out here in the US, NBA, NFL, MLB, they sack managers all the time. So the mm. expectation that you're going to start watching Leeds United and they're going to be performing very poorly and we're not going to let go of the manager because he's or we are going to let go of the manager because he's American is like the daftest thing these people are probably like yankees fans or <laughs> red Sox fans and they see managers go all the time yeah exactly yeah. it's not like it's a, a new thing or an unexpected thing it's no. it's the way sport works yeah we hate americans clearly <laughs> that, that, that's exactly but again we're going to be no we didn't want to say by american, <laughs> you know i mean we were trying to be nice but you know it's fine, it's fine. Oh god! So uh, Shoido appears to be out, which is good. What's up? Shoido appears to be out, which is, which which is good. Um, yeah. The Ajax guy. I, I think um, you know the, the, some of the news that we've we've been seeing today. He was at the game. He's been at the training ground, and you're thinking, oh shit! But we've got some really Ooh. good guys in our dressing room, and, and, and you know we can look at our players and not think. Well, you're a rat-faced scum bastard, and and you're a, a diving cheating twat. We we don't yeah. look at our players and think we don't really like you. We don't want you. Our, they're all guys that you can look at and think, yeah, I'd go for a beer with you. You're all right. Yeah. <laughs> what you don't want then is poison in the in the manager's seat, and and absolutely, it looks like that's exactly what he was at Ajax in a a, a massive fish small pond. First of November through to the end of January or, or mid January, I think it was before they let him go uh, without a win, and then they get four wins on the bounce. I think it was uh, yeah. one of them five one, and, and you know, as soon as he'd gone, I mean, a lot of that depends on who's picking it, up the wins. Well, yeah, exactly. It should, and, it should um, be one of those jobs that any of us could walk into and win. Do you know what it I mean? should it's, be. It should be. The, yeah. the amount of money that they've got to spend and the amount of drawing power because they develop people and then sell them on to, to, to bigger leagues, it, it, it's, it's insane what they can do. And the fact that he was unable to do that, but then you saw fan revolts and you, you saw posters uh, begging the club to get rid of him. God. And we're going to bring him in. And he's like... 
fuck's sake, guys, come on. I think there's already panic a fan revolt somebody. and posters yeah. from our fans over it all. Yeah. I like the, somebody the... Uh, stood outside Radzi's house, like, waving a banner or something that says, don't fucking hire him. Apparently, uh, an Ajax fan put up a tweet today. Well, he put up a tweet, but apparently in that tweet... Um, they hadn't. Uh, they have the most expensive squad in Dutch football history at the moment. Mm. Before he before he left, and they had the worst performances from the most expensive squad. I don't know left. if it was that. I um I, I saw. I mean, you might be right on that one. The one that I do know is they've definitely spent more this season than any side in any window ever. So in the summer, they spent more than any um, Dutch side ever has in the yeah, in the history of the Eredivisie. Um, uh, even taking into account inflation, so balancing it out for inflation, it's, mm. it's historically the most I've ever spent. Now, they did lose some big players in the summer as well. Um, and do you know what? I've got a bit of sympathy there. We spent a lot of money in the summer, but we brought in more than we spent. Um, so it kind of evens itself out. But but yeah, you are right. And, Evening, drama. Yeah. Oh, so it must be full time. Um, so yeah, no, I, I think it is one of those where you should it should be a cakewalk. It's like going to Rangers or Celtic where yeah, they are exactly. now, not not after Rangers fell down the leagues, but but where they are now, it's like going there and not finishing in the top two. It's just unthinkable. Yeah. You walk in the door, you've already got the best squad and you've got all the resources in the world to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and if you can't succeed with that, then you can't be much cop, can you? Yeah. I mean, what do you think about him, Matt? Did you were you up for him coming, or do you not want him? Don't want him. No, I'll take. I'll be fine with Nuno because, like, I think Furpos can play as a wing back, and I think he's he'll be he'll be better as a wing back because he's good at going forward. Mm. But the I thing is, when probably, you have, probably would be better like that. When you do have wing backs, where where does Nonto play? Where does Somerville play? Where does Sinistera play? So our best options are on the wings. So don't know yeah. about. But even he has done a four-two-three-one in the past. He's, he's not. He's not always free at the back. He has done a four-two-three-one in the okay. past as well. Um, but I, 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 I mean, you are right. But when everybody's fit, we do have the defence that can that can set that up. So yeah. we've got the flexibility. And, yeah, and yeah. if you look at a three in midfield, if when Rocker, I mean, I don't know what 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 the issue is with Rocker at the moment. But when you've got Rocker Adams and McKenney in midfield, that's a really strong trio. So you, if you're doing four-three-three, are you playing three at the back and you're going with wing backs and, and three in the middle? Um, the, the, the options are there with the side, um, yeah. and we somebody that is a class coach can come in and pick a side that, regardless of your formation, all right, the players need to be fit, but regardless of your formation, we're, we're going to be able to pick from from players that we can look at in a lineup and go, yeah, that's that's enough to be competitive. Randy mm. saying, let's keep our powder dry work to the end of the season oh, to get somewhere. I, we should I don't know. It, Enough to stay in the division. It's that would give the right candidate. It's risky. It is, it is. If, if you look, yeah, Joe, for me that. Joe made the point this evening that um, whoever comes in has got more games than Marsh had last season to keep us up. Yeah. So any, anybody coming in with anything to their name should be able to keep us up. But mm -hmm. you, 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 you risk it. This, this is a bit underhanded, but this is part of the sport, I think, now. Um, of You bring in, bless you, you bring in yeah. a gaffer. And that gaffer with, um, and I'll, I'll come on to some names in a minute. I just wanted oh, to set, set the stall out as, as the, to the <laughs> oh, top God. person we're looking for. Somebody Where are we going had, here? <laughs> somebody that's had um, top-level experience, but top-level success in the game. Um, mm. But but is experienced enough to be able, and, and has broad enough shoulders, not just to deal with the pressure situation that the club finds itself in, but also the pressure that we apply on a match day as fans. The expectation level that we've got of, 
of the effort that they'll put in and the, the, the performances that, that and, and the results that we expect. That's that's a big ask. And to do that, um, and to, to kind of risk it to the end of the season just on who we've got already, I think, for me... No. It, even if, yeah, I'll bring back earlier. E- even if what we do is we, we go to the best type of coach we can get at the moment, whether that be a Nuno, whether that be a Benitez, whoever that might be, you go and get the best coach we can get right now. And you know what? Hannah said it um, with the 49ers and what have you. We make changes in the in the summer, the ownership changes. Fuck it, sack them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a money situation at that point. There's no loyalty in the game, it's a job. And they'll pick up yeah. another job. So you, you bring in the best coach you can get for right now, and you might give them a three-year deal, and you bring in a Nuno, you bring in a Benitez, I don't care. You bring in somebody that's got that capability, that's got some Premier League experience. Nuno got Wolves to Europe, to a quarter-final in Europe. Let's not, let's not forget that. It was effective football. It wasn't Bielsa ball, but none of it is with any of them. So you get the best coach you can. And if you can get, a Lewis and I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say that we're going to get them, but if you can get somebody of the level of a Luis Enrique, a Pochettino, somebody like that in summer, then fire whoever you bring in and bring in the top level manager you can. I mean, the payoff for firing them is going to be pennies compared to keeping the Premier League money, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. It's not the a bad other thing, though, is we, we've also dished out 10 million to sack Marsh. 10 million? Yeah, but it were worth it. Oh, I'm not saying it wasn't worth it. It's ten million well spent, but yeah. you know, we're kind of like the. But way we should have are, spent we... it in November. There you go. Yeah. Exactly that. Exactly <laughs> that. They didn't want we to give up. Screaming out for it on this podcast, we were screaming out for it on this podcast, and it was like, no. They no. were convinced that he'd get it right for some reason. I think that was. I think that was the Niners. I think that was the Niners influence. I think we talked about it back in November. Mm, I think there was that there. kind. Yeah. I think there was that idea because all the press, especially right before the World Cup and how well they were expecting the U.S. to perform in the World Cup. I was in, obviously, in California watching the U.S. coverage of the entire World Cup and the amount of times that Leeds United were brought up and the fact that they have an American manager was Mm -hmm. unnecessary. Like, I loved it, but it was uh, like they were just throwing it into random other games that I was watching. So Mm -hmm. they wanted to bank off of that. Can, can I yeah, ask you a question, Hannah? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do, we need, do we need the countdown music again? Do you see, do you see what's going on here? No, she, she's in the middle of her day and she's very much got her wits together. And we're at the end I'm of like, I, yeah. I stopped working for this. I'm stoked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to ask you, like, usually with um, players from different countries and stuff like that, or, or, you know, within the football world, Usually it's the players that are more looked at and, and, and the attractive draw for, you know, supporters of that particular country to come and, and, and watch the team. How come it's the opposite way with Jesse? Because like the the, I, the players I, don't, don't seem to be getting the same I don't coverage think as Jesse did. I think um I think the people that know the sport and are following it for good reasons and the Americans that decided to support Leeds for good reasons are in love with Adams, McKenney, and Aronson. Okay. I think the people that maybe just thought it was an attractive draw because there was an American manager and have no idea what they're talking about are the ones that are upset that Jesse's gone. Right, okay. They're the so all ones. of the U.S. I mean, I have a few actual proper U.S. soccer fan friends here that, I mean, they 
they're all about Adams and McKenney and Aronson, and they did not give a shit who the manager was. And Mm. I think that's, Mm. I mean, honestly, as a football, I mean, it's, it was different with, uh, with this guy, but I think as a um, football supporter in general, like that's how it should be. You don't support a team because of a manager. You support a team Mm. because of the players and because of, the, the team as itself yeah Absolutely. so Absolutely. i think the people that have gone on twitter saying oh I'm, i need to get rid of my jersey i was gifted for free <laughs> are, are, are fucking idiots so yeah. <laughs> hannah's the official spokesperson for the american uh supporters all country. of america all of america <laughs> all of america i don't know where it was i saw something on twitter like today that or or like a couple of days ago get rid of bamford get rid of cooper Get rid of Dallas. Get rid of all like the all the old players. Yeah. What defense do we have? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that, that's a good point. Like you, you, when you're bringing in new players, Matt, you do kind of wanna you do wanna have some of the old guard there to make the transition a little more seamless. Whereas if, if I mean, you bring all yeah. these players in and sell them, then there's there's nothing that, like you're expecting those new players to hit the ground running straight away and know what the crack is with the club when they've no one around them. To yeah, have a bench of players you know you can rely on if you need to. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cooper gets so much well, disrespect. Well, yeah. Sorry, Mac. One. I said uh, Cooper gets so much disrespect from like a lot of fans. I think. Yeah, I think he's, he's One of our best defenders, if not, you know, up there before Boba came in. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent, absolutely. I think I think Verber aside, uh, because he's had a, a big impact. Um, I think you know Jay Smarty. Uh, I don't think Cal did, but they hated Cooper. Uh, properly hated him, and he's he's had to win them over so many different times. Um, but I, I think I, I think you are right, and we, you know, the, the old yeah, everybody was going, Ailing's not the answer. And then you yeah. look at the performances that he's turned in over the last two games, and go, so, well, yeah. what's the question if he's not the answer? Because he's <laughs> he, he's done so well, and he's still got so much to offer. And I, it, me, I find it really hard to believe that he's only got three or four months left on his deal. Get the contract out because. Yeah. If he's not the answer, it certainly isn't Rasmus either. Oh, he, he's Cal the man for me. I think Carl said he were finished last year, didn't he? Over Hill. No, year before it was year twenty. Before. I think he's thirty-one now, and I think when yeah. Carl wrote him and Dallas, twenty-nine, off, wasn't it? Ailing was twenty-nine, <laughs> and Dallas How is thirty. Dare you? I also look. think <laughs> I I loved in the this last game. I feel like Click's uh, shit house torch got passed over to Ailing because he was. Yes. In- Fucking asshole! It was awesome. Do you know who I can see taking that mantle up as well? Is is one of the two American lads in the middle, either Adams or McKenney. He's already come out and talked about how he loves the the banter already on the pitch, and you know, just slagging other players off and winding them up. I'm like, yeah, you get it, dude. You get it. Just go and do it. Just go and do it. We give you all the permission in the world. Go and do it. Just you even see Adams um, when he made that first tackle. We just looked at him. <laughs> yeah, looked at him. <laughs> class. That, oh, that's God. you know people. Uh, there were a couple of comments about Adams um, saying that his tackle was Batty esque. I think you know Batty's one of my favourite players of all time. I, I I still have a lot of love for him. Um, I think the thing for me that makes me think of Batty when when I see Adams putting in a big crunching tackle is not actually the tackle. It's the fact that he absolutely gives no fucks at all afterwards. Yeah. It doesn't even it doesn't even acknowledge the fact that he's just crunched the shit out of somebody. He just gets up and walks off, and we're like, it's just part of the job. Because that's, that's, I mean, that's so negligent. That's, gonna, that's yeah. gonna have so much of an impact, though. Because I, 
feel like if we can have that kind of presence in the midfield where people are afraid to go into tackles against, you get that extra second or whatever to get rid yeah. of the ball or whatever it may be, it will completely change the game. Absolutely. So, if you've got a 50-50 ball and you've got a guy who's thinking twice about going in against you for it, yep. then, you know, you've got a psychological edge there already. Yep. Oh, yeah. I need it. I want to be dirty <laughs> leads again, please. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah sod that being everybody's second team. That, yeah. that never sat well with any of us, did it? I know, I know people love Bielsa. We all love Bielsa, but um, there's people that have followed his entire career because he's been at their club and then and then they just maintain the love for him. I'm fine with those sorts of people that, that are um, old boys fans and, and so on that, that, that just, just, just love wherever he's been. But what I don't want is... Arsenal fans and Chelsea fans, Newcastle, looking at us going, oh, yeah, we like watching them play. They're our second. No, fuck off. We're awful. Just remember that we're awful. We don't want your sympathy. We don't want it, to be your second club. It's funny how they were like that. And then the fans came back and everyone's like, oh, fuck off. Oh, we remember why we didn't like you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Dirty wankers back in the stands. It's like, yep, how's it going? All right. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's class, it was, it was, I, yeah. I, I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think we'd be the same kind of club if, if the fans weren't as hated as we are. Like everyone fucking hates us. We revel. I, I absolutely love that. I well, love, you know, I love, this... I love that we upset people. You know, I just love that. <laughs> this, is why... Have a go. this yeah. is why I don't want Gerard to be our freaking manager because I met him at a meet and greet with my mom. When right. he was playing at the LA Galaxy, and we showed up in Leeds gear, and he gave us shit. And no we were way. like, "We're like, oh, we're Leeds United supporters." And he went, "Oh, I'm sorry." I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> so if You're he gets the, the job, if he gets the job, I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm gonna. But he's also him. shit. Yeah, and he's I, shit. But I'm gonna go in the know, fucking I, owner's box next time I go over there and be like, he hates us. <laughs> but you know what? I'd be really happy with that. I'd, 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 you know, I want a manager that's got a bit of edge like that. I, I, I want, I want when he's not part of our club. Now, I'm not advocating for Gerard at all because he can't Sounds do like the job. Somebody, please clip this. That nobody wants Gerard. <laughs> fully incapable of doing the job. But if we get a manager that's capable and willing to do a bit of that, I'm all right with that. I, I, I like a bit of an, you know. I've uh, mentioned before about we love Bielsa, but he would never say anything about anybody, and that sometimes grated me no, slightly. He'd make a PowerPoint. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. he'd, make um, power, he'd make a PowerPoint and make you look like an absolute prick. <laughs> exactly he what he'd do. He'd be like, he like he did with Lampard. You idiot. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, somebody did say in the comments earlier that they'd rather have Lampard, and I, I, I'm not having Lampard no. over anyone. Bielsa would have done one of them uh, pie charts, and it had said Lampard is a knob at the top, and it been, like <laughs> blue with a yellow bit, and then it had said Lampard is a knob but in yellow for that. Part. Yeah, <laughs> would have been fucking ace. No. We do analysis too, of course you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, I think we're going to wrap us up, guys. Unless anyone's got all they really want to say, because I'm I'm plodding a bit here. Are you? Okay. Just yeah. I, I really hope um, that anything that happens with Man City and their potential points deductions happens beyond the end of this season, and that um, the points that the scum picked up against us and what allows them to get into the put. Arsenal have had a wobble. Man City are potentially getting points deductions. I really hope the fucking scum don't win it. it that would be just oh. fucking terrible. It really would. So um, yeah, I, I just, I just, I really hope 
that um, I, 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 I don't like any of them. But it's also um, who, who do we who do we hate most? <laughs> it's, it's that bit, um, and yeah. I hate them most. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's absolutely. Thing, isn't it? Absolutely. And the, I mean, going into the game this weekend, Everton's one of the few teams that have scored less than us, I think, this season. So I just looked at oh, that. We need scored. to touch. Oh, we need to fu- like. We could have won the game. We just have to score. We could win any game. You know, now that you've said that, they're going to put three or four. Shut <laughs> up. Do you know, do you know what's And really it'll be your though? fault. No, it do you know will what's not. really good though. The fact that they won the Arsenal game, I'm glad now because if they'd come to us not having won a game for like two months or something, you know that we'd get smashed. But we won't have that awful fucking record lingering over us now, so... The dread. Yeah. I think we've got to go all out in that to get something as well. I don't want to see any being cautious or any of that. I want to smash them. We have to win it. We're the only team other than Bournemouth that hasn't won a game in the last five in the league. We've got a way better squad than they have. (laughs) (laughs) I I think so. Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope Bamford scores and then just knee slides in front of um. Dyke. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not allowed to do celebrations. Fucked him off at Brentford, no. didn't he? He's not well, allowed that, yeah. to do celebrations. Was wasn't it? Uh, he gave him shit because his man uh, dropped him to training or something. When they signed his yeah. contract. Yeah, he, he should 100% have a t-shirt with his mom and dad's face on it in a fucking car or something. <laughs> Got here on the team, boss. What, what I'd really <laughs> like, if, if Bamford, was, you know, um, they like putting Bamford in front of a camera, don't they? And if, yeah. if he came out and he did the after-match after um, uh, interview with the players, and he came out, and instead of uh, it being the posh voice that Dice didn't like, is if he put a Dice voice on, yeah, I oh. thought we did really well. <laughs> <laughs> we smashed them. Oh, God, their, their problem is manager's shit and he'll never amount to anything. I need to see the Mike's uh, post-game presser if he loses to us. I need it. Oh, it's God, just yeah. going to oh, it's gonna be injected. I need it. Oh, into my veins. <laughs> right in there. Just like in all fact, the way. If we do beat him and Bamford scores, and he is the interviewee afterwards, I might dub it over with Dash Voice. <laughs> oh yeah, and you, can, you can get like um, there's a, a, a like a chat GBT thing now where you can get the voices of different celebrities yeah. and put them over a video. That'd be brilliant <laughs> if you could do that. Oh my yeah, God. we need that. I think we need That'd that. That'd be yeah. That that's that's the technical side of things that I'm shit at, Gilly. So yeah, ideas, man. Cheers, man. Um, just line ideas. me up. I'm, 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 I'm full of ideas, man. Full of ideas. Just no way how to implement that. <laughs> All right. Well, just before we uh, call it a night, I'm just going to go around the room and just see what result you all think we're going to get. Um, I don't know if you want to set these down, Gilly. All these can just be unofficial. Well, yeah, we've got the oh, we've, we've got the pod tomorrow. Like I know. Yeah. We have, yeah. We'll, get, we'll grab it there. What are you thinking? A win, Gilly. Me? Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of it comes down to the side that we can, you know, I don't know what's what's wrong with Rocker. Uh, Sydney's going to be out. I think if we come out of the game, uh, if we've got no ill effects on the squad this time, um, I do I do expect three points. I, I do. You know, Daesh has, has the impact on the sides. And the fact that they went and did what they did against Arsenal kind of, Belies belief, given where Arsenal were and Everton were, but I, um, I, I, I do. I, I think I think we've got enough, um, and I think that the the players will take so much from the performance levels that they were able to put out against the Scum. Um, I think we can carry that into the next two games. I, 
I'm going to predict in the predictions league um, wins in both the next two games. Yeah, I hope they're able to take positives from those games and not be too down about the fact that we got beat, you know. Um, Carl, what are you about... saying? Oh, um, I was just going to say, really, you can't be down about the two performances regardless of the results. I think I, I think the performances should be enough to catapult us to at least a 2 or 3 nil win on Saturday. Yeah, they, they, Their defence is, is very, very shaky. And we look more assured at the back because we're not leaving the space in behind the full-backs at the moment. So if we can kind of work our way into to getting a few goals, then I, I I think just push on from there. But the one thing I'm kind of afraid of is if we don't get a manager soon, Scoobs is going to have to start implementing his own kind of style because at the moment it's just a quick fix. Yeah. So we do need to to get the manager sorted, but I don't think I don't think it'll be done by Saturday. No, I just I just don't not. think it'll be. Done. <clears throat> I don't know the way it's going. I, I think if it's done by Saturday, we've probably got the wrong person in the job. <laughs> because because yeah. it, it's a it's a panic appointment if it's done yeah. if it's done by weekend because clearly we've not got the, the the first one two three four five six seven different candidates. Um, we've been with so many people. I I I think if we end up with a gaffer between now and the weekend, it's a panic appointment. Yeah, probably. Hannah, what are you saying about Evan? Uh, three one leads up the leads. Three one leads. Think we're gonna smash them? Nice. I do. Yeah. I do. I think we're going to be playing against a worse defense. I think we might actually be able to make some space. I bet Willie will score too, and I think I we'll probably so. get we'll probably get beat on a counter attack and get scored on <laughs> once. Fair enough. As long as Matt, as Matt what do you think? Yeah, uh, two one. I think we'll win two one. Uh, let's go, Bamford and Ailing. Nice. nice. Ailing, yeah, I like an Ailing, Ailing's due one. Like he is. He deserves not, one. He's not scored since uh, Man United at home away last season on the first day, was it? He almost did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very close. Yeah, because um, he got that one against Fulham that was uh, was chalked off for offside. Was chalked off, yeah. So he hasn't yeah. actually got one since that Man United game. So fingers crossed. Like, cool, good stuff. What All about right, yourself? Yeah, I reckon we're gonna smash them and get a win. But I'm Sweet. not making a score prediction next. I Give can't game away. Yeah, I can't decide. I don't want Luke stealing my prediction. There's <laughs> <laughs> some changes in prediction league, I would have thought, as well, after that. Um, after those I haven't done games. them yet, but yes, I imagine so. <laughs> I, I, I think that top spot will change hands again. I hope so, in a good way. Because hmm. I hmm. shouldn't be at the top. <laughs> That's uh, not a good way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not for you guys. No, All right, um, I got asked to mention uh, this by Luke earlier, uh, just before we finish. Um, just a, a thing that Andy's Man Club are doing at Kirkstall. Um, a walk and talk at Kirkstall Abbey on the 26th of February from 11am. And uh, what he said is it's it's a kind of light introduction for anybody who wants to go and get involved with them and see what it's all about. So, uh, yeah, just wanted to give them a little plug because they do a lot of good work. Um, anyone else got anything for me? Just to say that we'll we'll be on tomorrow night. Uh, so the main podcast will be recorded and streamed live tomorrow night. These lot know that because they're all subscribed and get notifications. So it's all right. And if you're not already, like, subscribe, <laughs> do all that bullshit. Absolutely. Right. Thanks to Hannah. Thanks to Matt for coming on. And thanks, uh, thanks to you guys for joining me again. Adios.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Legion United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.